Are you sure this is the way, Dr. Everett? It must be, Fiona. The clues in my father's journal say the chalice of perpetual youth is this way. Here, hold my torch. What are you doing? Checking to make sure there aren't any traps in here. For some reason, ancient civilizations were obsessed with making it hard to get to their priceless artifacts. I can't imagine why. Because sometimes bad guys come to steal them. Herr Kyle, I should have known my stereotypical German rival would show up. You two know each other? Yeah, we studied archaeology together. I always had the better grades. Well, if you're so smart, then how do we get to the chalice? We follow your father's diary, of course. It's a journal. How did you know about the diary? Ah, he wouldn't stop talking about it. It's a journal, guys. No matter. What does the book say about the challenges ahead? You can't make me tell you. I could steal the book and leave you lost and alone down here. He's got a point, Doctor. All right. It says here that if we want to find the chalice, we need to walk this way and not be afraid. Afraid? Afraid of what? I'm guessing it has to do with that huge pit. You're lying. Give me the book. What does it actually say? I told you. It's right here. See? Hmm, yes, it does say that. But this pit is in our way. How do we get to the other side? I think we all know the answer. We need to take a step of faith. You mean walk over the pit? That's a great idea. You first. No, after you. I insist. I'll do it. But Fiona, it's too dangerous. That's what makes it faith, Alabama. See you on the other side. I don't think I can watch! Want to listen to the radio then? Uh, okay. Hello? Mr. Jacobs? Over here, Kyle. Whoa, that's a lot of videotapes. Are you counting them or something? Well, kind of. I'm just looking to see which ones I want to keep. There are a lot of good ones, though. These are videos? Sure, Everett. This is what movies and stuff looked like before we were born. Haven't you ever been to a thrift store? Weird. So, what are you up to today? We were wondering if you could help us out. Yeah, with this. Hmm. Enter the contest to win the ancient treasure trophy. You could be a winner. <laughs> Interesting. Did you cut this out of a magazine or something? Yeah, it's a kid's magazine that my parents signed me up for. It's pretty cool, and they have contests all the time. This one looked the coolest, though, so I figured it was time to enter. But we don't know how that works. I see. Hmm. Well, let's look at the rules here. Fill out the form and guess the country where the trophy is hidden and you can win. Sounds pretty straightforward. Is there something you need my help with specifically? What does fill out the form mean? Yeah, I've never entered this kind of contest before. I see. Well, it's kind of like fill in the blanks. See, your name goes in that space. Your address goes here. Yeah, I figured that much, but then what? Then you mail the contest entry to the magazine. Mail? You mean like we're going to the post office or something? Well, not exactly. I'll go get what we need. You guys fill out the form. All right. Can we listen to the radio while we do that? Sure. Hello, Lionel. How are you today? Hello, Fiona. I'm well, and yourself? Just fine, thank you. I just passed Everett and Kyle on the way in. They seem to be in a hurry. They're mailing an entry for a magazine contest. It's their first one, so they're pretty excited. Oh, magazine contests. I remember those. 
What's the prize this time? X-ray goggles or whoopee cushions? Even better, an ancient trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, I do hope they win. We're back, Mr. Jacobs. Are you sure that's how mail works, though? You just leave the flag up and the mailman comes and takes your letter to where it's going? That's how it worked for me for years. You put a stamp on it, right? Yeah, we put a stamp, the address, and the return address on there. And we sealed the envelope, too. Sounds to me that all you have to do is wait to see if you win. Do you think we'll have a chance, Kyle? We filled out the farm and put our best guesses. Usually that's all people can do in cases like this. But I have a secret weapon that'll make sure that we win. A secret weapon, you say? Interesting. And what, may I ask, is this secret weapon, Kyle? Faith. Oh, I see. Faith? Yeah, if you really want something to happen, you've got to believe it will. That's what faith is. Is that true? If I want something hard enough, it'll come true? Not exactly, Everett. Faith isn't a guaranteed way to get everything you want. It's trusting that if God wants us to do something, then nothing can stop us. That's right. Like it says in Hebrews 11:3, faith is knowing that the universe is in God's hands. And even though we can't see him at work, we know he is. I don't get it. I thought Jesus said that if we have faith like a mustard seed, we could move mountains. He did say that, Kyle. But it's important to look at why he said it. That verse is found in Matthew 17, and Jesus was telling them that nothing could stand in their way if they put faith in God and trusted Him to take care of their problems. I don't think I understand. Would a drama script help? Maybe. Okay, well, I'll be right back then. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the wonderful drama, The Dinner an adapted biblical teaching about God's provision. Once upon a time, there were two brothers, Lenny and Chip. Hey, he's Lenny, I'm Chip, in case you were confused. They lived together with their mom in a small neighborhood on the edge of the city. Boys, are you home from school? Yeah, mom. I just got called into the office. Evidently, there was a mix-up with the schedules and the managers are asking for the quota for this quarter and I told Donna that this so would be- So you'll be gone for a while. That's right. Cool. Should we order pizza then? Oh no, you two can manage dinner by yourselves. You like pancakes, right? Yeah, we like pancakes. When do they get here? Oh, I'd say you can make them in an hour or two. Wait, make them? There's nothing to worry about. Here are the instructions. See you tonight. The two boys looked at each other with worried expressions. I've never made food before in my life. Me either, Chip. Look at all these ingredients. We can't go to the grocery store. We don't have a car or anything. We could bike there. Have you ever tried biking with a load of groceries? Good point. Well, I guess we're gonna have to skip dinner then. And I was looking forward to eating pancakes too. Lenny thought about his brother's words and looked thoughtfully at the instructions in his hands. Do you think we could try to make pancakes? You mean without the ingredients? Mom gave us the instructions. Maybe she gave us ingredients too. Come on. Where are we going? Look, we have milk and eggs. Two of the ingredients on the recipe. Yeah, but do we have flour? It should be... Hey, we've got that too. What else is on the list? This went on for several minutes. When the recipe called for an ingredient... We have it. How much do we need? If they needed a pan... One pan. 
Do we want the big one or the small one? If they needed a stovetop. We have that too. Of course we have a stove. It's not that exciting. The dinner was a success. The pancakes came out perfectly, and the chefs enjoyed a great meal together. Mmm. Smells like pancakes in here. I knew you two could do it. The moral is, God doesn't call us to do things that are impossible for us to do. For every task that God gives us, He also gives us the tools, the skills, or the power to do these things. Following God's instructions may seem impossible, but when we have faith that He will help us and listen to Him, the impossible becomes the possible. You look like there's something on your mind, Everett. Yeah, I was just thinking about what we've been saying about faith, how it helps us to do the impossible things that God wants us to do. But I was just trying to think why that matters. I'm a kid. God doesn't have me doing crazy stuff. Do kids not have to have faith? Good questions. The Bible talks a lot about being able to do incredible things for God, but it also is very clear that trusting God is important in the little things. In Hebrews 11, there's a very long list of people who trusted God, and not all of the things that are on that list are huge things. The very first person, in fact, was a man named Abel, and he simply believed that he needed to bring the best to God. That's all? That's not impossible. No, it isn't. Other people in the list simply trusted that God would take care of their children. That's not as easy. What do you mean, Everett? Your mom doesn't ever worry about you. Good point. These examples show us that God wants us to trust Him. In other words, to have faith in the easy things, the not-so-easy things, as well as the impossible things. As for your question about if it's important for kids to have faith, Jesus had something to say about that in Luke 18, where he tells his followers that children are good examples when it comes to trusting God. We are? That's right, Kyle. Kids believe what they're told a lot of the time, and they often ask questions so they can learn more. And that's something that grown-ups have a hard time doing. Oh, yes. Always have to worry about looking foolish, us grown-ups do. Too bad that fear gets in the way of following God a lot of the time. That's for sure, Fiona. Well, Mr. Jacobs, I think I'm going to go home now. Oh? Big plans, Everett? No, but if I hang around here too long, I'll just keep worrying about whether or not we'll win this contest. God will take care of all that. I just need to stay busy so I don't have time to think about it too much. Very wise. I better go too. Have a good weekend. Bye, kids. And do you have to leave too? I don't know. I have some time on my hands. Did you have any plans, Lionel? Well, I was thinking of warming up some water. Would you like to stay for some tea? I think that would be delightful, Lionel. Shall I turn off the radio for you? That would be great, thanks.